What's up, what's up everybody? Today's episode is called, Is Poverty a Choice? Do you agree? Do we agree? Do we think so? Let's find out. All right. Okay. So, yeah, man, uh, season two. Season two, my friend. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Yo, for reals. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a long time. I'm sorry I haven't seen you guys in a while. I'd love to ask how you guys are doing. How's everybody doing? I'd like to just comment below. Tell us what you did that's cool this summer. Uh, did you guys spend some good family time? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw this summer. I went to a couple of, of places. I went to Canada Wonderland. I did a couple of beach activities and whatever. Um, what, what were you up to? What did you do this summer? Man, it was a crazy, crazy summer. Uh, kids being um, well active as they are <laughs> in everything. Yeah. So uh, special uh, training camps for Elijah, who is starting high school. Just started high school. Wow. So we had football training camp for the high school. That's his concentration. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca special training camp for uh, cheerleading. That's her concentration. Uh, a Jamal, uh, a lot of dancing, and huh. with that, I had a lot of uh, performances. For those who don't know, I. Uh, I'm a host, I'm a producer, recording engineer, beat maker, and also a rapper. So uh, everything in the arts, I do. And I was booked this summer. So most of my summer was just shows, weddings, etc. Yeah, yeah. Loved it, it helped me um, build, uh, helped me grow as an artist. Okay. Made a lot of contacts, the importance of networking, of course. talking with people. And of course, even though we were offline, I was still talking about the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making it known or getting back. And the um, small star in the corner, uh, one of the main reasons it took us some time to get back to it is uh, my car um, sucked. <laughs> the suspension was messed up. Really? And every time I was on the road, I, I was praying for dear, you know, really holding for dear life. Wow. Uh, and it, it made it hard for me to reach out and go to your place in yeah. Ottawa, so Montreal, Ottawa, uh, knowing that I could have my car stall on me at any given time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fortunately, I have changed cars now. Yeah. I'm uh, driving a Nissan Cash Guy. <laughs> if you're seeing this from the United States, you guys call it the Rogue Sport because it seems you're not able to say Cash Guy really? or maybe you think it's Arab or the other. I don't know. Yeah. You call it the Rogue Sport? The Rogue Sport. That's interesting. Yeah. The UK calls it by the original name, the Cash yeah, Guy too. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Just in the States. Just in the States. That's interesting. Rogue sport. The U.S. has to be different. They have exactly. to be exactly. So, yeah. That's about it. Well, congratulations on the new ride, by the way. Thank you. Gracias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I would uh, like to jump right into it. Uh, love to catch up with you and, and, and talk about what activities we did. Uh, there's a couple of things that came up for me this summer, particularly... Uh, as uh, William turned nine, mm. Eli turned five, so my boys are growing, and the introduction of money is becoming something a lot more important in my house anyways, uh, because the kids are starting to ask for things. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily activities or whatever, but just things. Um, yeah, they want stuff, which is not something that I have a problem with per se. I mean, it's, you know, it's normal. Kids have, uh, have certain desires. But two things, right? Number one, whenever William says, I need something, I cut him off right away. You don't need none of that you, stuff. You want. You want. You, you want. would like to. You would appreciate. You'd be happy if. right? I cut him off right away because, I mean, I am a stern believer that language becomes thought, thought becomes action, and action becomes who you are. So I'm like, yo, Holmes, you're going to cut that off right now. I am not taking this uh, uh, little prince attitude. But the yeah. reality is the following, right? When my parents uh, had me, you know, I, I, like, I never felt like we were poor or whatever. It's not like I ever lacked anything. I was very much of a middle, uh, uh, middle income family, uh, right? I didn't, it's not like I grew up in the mean streets of anything. Like I grew up... <laughs> yeah. I grew up in St. Hubert in a, yeah. in a you know, family bungalow. Now, mind you, in this bungalow, there were five kids. Plus, at times, two of my cousins lived with us. Um, 
and then plus mom and dad and then uh, my mom had uh, uh, she had an elderly woman living with us as well so it's a lot of people in one house and it was a bungalow like yeah. a, a regular not, nothing fancy bungalow now to my eyes it felt absolutely normal but in today's day and time like a lot of people will go oh no 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 right mm -hmm. you need a ranch for that many people and whatever so some of my friends looked at me like I was uh, a lower middle class I looked at myself like I was rich personally because there was a whole bunch of cars in front of my house yeah <laughs> I just, I just see that, that that's a funny take on it right yeah but, but to me like listen we got four cars right the, the thing is is the four cars were my mom's car my dad's car Sandy's car my, yeah, my yeah, true. True. and then we had a family car which was like a, a, a 78 Econo line mm -hmm. that was converted to be like a, a like a like a, a camper, if you will. The truth is, we I felt like I had everything I wanted, and one, one so so just again perspective. My mom had, uh, she had an eighty-seven Civic. My Sandy had an eighty-five Civic, <laughs> one green, one one gray. My dad had a Tercel, uh, like an eighty-nine Tercel. Yeah, my mom had a Tercel too. Because yo, those those things are unkillable. And then, like I said, the, the, the family car, the family car was like a bigger truck. Whenever everybody had to go out, we would always take two cars, depending on who was coming. Sometimes Sandy would drive us or whatever. So, right, it was just, it, to me, it was functional. And I was happy because in my mind, well, I have choice. And choice is better. More choice right. is better. So to me, rich, right? If anybody asks me, I'm like, I got four yeah, cars. We rolled. We rolled, we rolled. baby. Uh, when, when, uh, when my dad showed up, with his uh, 87 Tercel uh, at the private school where I went in St. Bruno, right? And another kid shows up and his chauffeur is driving uh, a <laughs> S Mercedes. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's a really big car, but you're alone in it. So that must suck, <laughs> right? Again, perspective. Uh, oblivious, oblivious. Um, mm. That's just the perspective of a kid. So I thought I was rich. Turns out I wasn't poor, but I wasn't rich. Um, but now, like, if I look at my kids, I think they're absolutely rich. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care what you say. They have more kids than they have more toys than they can ever use. Uh, they go on trips all the time. Like, listen, my son was at a restaurant. Waitress asks him, what do you want to eat? And he goes, um, can I have some truffle fries, please, with a little bit of sea salt? And uh, if you can just sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan, that would be great. That's 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 like seven year old son. The waitress looks at him like, say what now? <laughs> say, say yeah, what we now? got burgers. You know what I mean? Like who got burger? You know what I mean? That's what happens when you know you travel with your kid and you take him to places where you like to experiment. So yeah. I mean, yeah, my son's a spoiled. Anyways, that's another <laughs> conversation. Let's keep it there. Yeah, I love I love William, but sometimes like. It, so, so I guess, I guess where I'm going with this is, you know, I have been very fortunate. I've been blessed in life. I've had a lot of, of very extra, extravagant experiences. I've shared a lot of them with my children. Uh, as a result, they feel entitled to a lot of things. So is that a good thing to do or not? Should you expose them to the finer things in life? life? Yeah. Or... Should you make them struggle? You know what I mean? Like just a little bit of struggle, just a little bit of struggle, just a little yeah, bit of struggle. Yeah. Just, you know, just a, a spoonful, just, just yeah, one spoonful. Just a little bit. Yeah. Because I mean, so uh, by the way, the same, the same William. Um, I'm building a deck in my yard. Yes, I know it's September. I'm building a deck in my yard, uh, and I had to do a little bit of excavation. Uh, so I removed two yards of dirt. William shoveled. He moved the wheelbarrow, all right? And then I had to put two yards of gravel. And yes, my nine-year-old boy, he just turned nine, shoveled, you know what I mean? Like, and he, like he, it wasn't like pretend work with a pretend shovel. No, 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 he was, he was getting it in. He was getting it in. He actually helped. His help was valuable, valued, made me proud. And he didn't complain about it. He just did it. You know what I mean? Daddy needs your help. Come and help me. He helped. Right? Truffle fries, <laughs> shoveling dirt. There you Truffle go. fries, shoveling dirt. So I, I don't really know. Like I don't really know where I stand on this. And your kids are much older, 
Uh, I'm sure you've gone through the same types of, of things. So I'm like, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to just hand them things? Or are you supposed to be like, yo, you work, you get. You work, you get. Like, and it's, um, it's a timely question. It's a really a good time. Um, yeah. Listen, okay, so two things. Yeah. You mentioned about your, um, your upbringing yeah. and the perspective, right? And I'm, I'm going to add this. So I also uh, was uh, lucky enough to not be or feel poor, mm -hmm. so to say. Um, I also think I was middle class. Mm -hmm. um, lucky because we lived in a triplex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we owned the triplex. There's me, my mom, my brother upstairs. Uh, the apartment in the middle got my, uh, my grandfather, my aunt... Uh, her husband and my cousin and downstairs there's my other aunt and her husband so we've always been in the triplex already for me this is like we have three homes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we have three, three levels yeah, yeah. you know so it's like oh yeah all week we do our thing but we often go downstairs on Sunday we all go eat as a family downstairs mm -hmm. so already there's a, a sense of yeah, I'm, I'm, we're well off. Yeah, yeah. Even kids, other kids on my street, they live in one of the apartments of the triplex. Mm -hmm. I have all three. I have an mm -hmm. awesome backyard. Mm -hmm. So it's super awesome. We also have three cars, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. My mom has a car. My aunt has a car. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 my uncle has a car. So there's three cars there. Always somebody uh, available there's, to there's give you a lift. Yeah. Choice, whatever, whatnot. And that's where it's, it gets fun. Um, I've never had super expensive things. Yeah, yeah. I've always had everything I needed. But I didn't really want something expensive. I only find, found out that I, I, I was missing out when seeing other kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So growing up, after a while, I realized, wait, I have these friends that... They always have the new Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they have the awesome in clothes. Yeah. Like at the time, and I'm saying at the time, I realize how ironic it is because now it's back in fashion, but the Tommy Hilfiger shirts, yeah. Nautica coats, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Klein yeah. jeans, like, you know, all these brands, I didn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt as if, I was poor because some people were treating me like, oh, come on, sick of how come you don't have this? Mm. Um, I, I, I didn't know I had to. I remember when I got uh, a Sega Master System mm -hmm. uh, while other people had a Nintendo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Both systems were the same price, but the Nintendo was the more popular, popular one. And yeah, my aunt you know, went through the stores, couldn't find one that, you know, she find uh, Nintendo, for Christmas. She, the guy told her, hey, uh, Sega is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She bought it. Yeah. It was the same price. Now I'm here like, uh, that's not this. There's no punch out on this. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's no Mario. Yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter. I still play the games. I love it. But then other people think, oh, you don't have one. Uh, well, I'm well off, but not well off enough that my aunt's going to be like, yeah, let's just put that to the side and go buy another system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To put on which TV? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't yeah. make any sense. That made me for a while think, oh, maybe, maybe we're poor. Yeah, it's quite, quite the opposite. But it made me think maybe, right? Yeah. So fast forward, we're talking about our kids right now. Um, even though I do control them, mm -hmm. I do I do keep spending to a certain certain level. I do think they're spoiled because they have way more than than we yeah ever had. Yeah, for sure. Ironically. I do know that my parents were still in a better situation financially. Yeah. But so, so technically, uh, I am poor. <laughs> for, for, first of all, let's, let's begin. Um, since we, we're, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm separated, so already that's two households. Mm -hmm. Automatically, yes. we're already getting poorer yeah, yeah. by dividing yeah, the income in two, right? Yeah. So a lot of the money is going to stuff that are redundant. Yeah. So that's there's already a problem here. Two electrical bills. Even, and even though we're lucky uh, enough, I'm, I'm saying lucky, but blessed enough that things are well with my ex. Uh, so 
we, we don't there, there's fights that we don't have that I hear other people have mm-hmm. are nightmares like we, I touched on it in, in past podcasts no need to revisit but in, in the end it could be way worse of course anyhow um, I try to control and always put um, okay in perspective mm-hmm. uh, our financial situation not necessarily revealing where we're at that's not the point, but make them realize when they're asking for something, there's a price. It's important right now, and I'm saying it's timely because my daughter has started work. Uh-huh. She's been working for for two months now. She, she worked all summer. By, by, by the way, like I'm, I'm sorry, I kind of need a second. Yeah, I feel old ba- now. Baby huh? Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> baby, baby. My 14 year old, uh, my 14 year old has started to work. She works in a restaurant. <laughs> That's that's something, right? Ba- baby Rebecca. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. In my mind, she's still baby Rebecca. <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew. Uh, yeah, my beard got grayer. Um, so she's working. So that's an example when yeah. we're talking about money. So we have to teach her. Okay, you're making your own money. Mm-hmm. You need to save, and be careful what you spend. Mm-hmm. And there's also a, a question of control because it's not because you work. That, that you, you have exactly that you can do whatever you want with your money. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't done so. She yeah. hasn't said so. But I still reminded her right <laughs> at any moment in time that she might feel as if like a little bit of entitlement. Yeah. Some sometimes as a parent you need to back them down. Like yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Yo, yo, for yo, sure. pump your brakes, kid. Like if you think, oh yeah, you have free money, and I tell you I can't get this for you. No, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna get it. Hey, you can't get it. It's not as if you were paying for where you live. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you a lift to go to work. There's cost. That co- Do you want to start counting? Because then I could start charging you per my time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're going to start taking an Uber. Mm-hmm. Hmm? <laughs> right? Maybe. So you, you there's prices. Yeah, there's a cost yeah. to everything. And then I have to go down to the, the, to the boys because, no, they don't work. But they also aspire to certain of things. Course. And I need to explain to them. Look, dad just got a new car. It's bigger. It's more expensive. It's for all of us to move move around, to be yeah. at ease, you know, uh, comfortable. But gas, insurance, yeah, uh, payments, there's a lot in this. When you randomly ask, can we go to McDonald's? McDonald's sounds, well, it's just McDonald's. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, one, it's, it's not good for you. And then McDonald's for four and my kids, I don't yeah. know for yours, but yeah, me, yeah. they are ogres. Yeah, they yeah. eat like crazy. Yeah. Uh, they've, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, kids, yeah, I'm just going to take a Happy Meal. Yeah, no. uh, let's start here. My kids have never eaten a Happy Meal. Really? Nope. Okay. Uh, or if we bought a Happy Meal, yeah, yeah, yeah because they wanted the toy, mm-hmm. but there was some extras added to it. Mm-hmm. Anytime we went to the restaurant and we said, yeah, uh, let's say you go to a breakfast spot mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I'm going to take the, the, the kids' meal. The kids' meal is going to be a egg, yeah, yeah. right? And a couple of, you know, if it's chicken, it's going to be uh, a drumstick. Yeah. Me, it's going to be, okay, I'm going to take the kids' meal. You're going to add two eggs. You're going to add sausage and you're going to add, it's add, add, add. My kids, they, they're hungry. Yeah. They don't eat just that. So the cost is crazy. And I have to remind them sometimes, hey, um, so you see, it's going to cost us on something really cheap, like the cheapest. If we're just talking, like, I just want, like, the... Menu valeur, like the really cheap value menu, value menu, which is like just one burger and the smallest of fries. Okay, we're still getting out of this at twenty bucks. Yeah. Then I turn around, I tell the kids, so you do realize, like, for twenty bucks, I buy the pack of like twenty-five drumsticks at Costco. Yeah. Like, like we could be eating real food, right? And nobody's taking no toys, so there's no other reason, right? So. Always, there's, there's, there's a scale, and I have to tell them, listen, if you spend here, this you can't get. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. do connect what you say about giving them a little spoon of, I'm going to call it despair. I don't know yeah, who was sure. the comedian that said that. Like, yeah, um, to make a good artist, make a good athlete, yeah. you got to give them just a little bit of, you know. And the art, I forgot who was saying it. We were saying, you know, that's why, you know... I, uh, it's good. You have to give props to the deadbeat dads. Yep. You know, because they're, they're <laughs> those deadbeat dads. They're 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 making the LeBrons of the future. And stuff like that. I was like, wow, that's exaggerated. But you get my point. You can't uh, give them like the silver spoon thing. Yeah. When kids are spoiled, and I've seen a lot. 
I don't yeah. know for you. Like yeah. my kids have friends. Yeah. I see them. I want to smack up upside the head. It's crazy. Mm. And I always look at the kids like they're trying to act like these kids mm. because they have no value for the money. They're used to having things in multiples. Yeah. They can break their iPhones as many times as possible. It's not a problem. Take care of no, my kids, man. You break the phone, it's gonna take a while before I get back to you. Yeah. Rebecca broke her phone like twice in a row, and then I call, I got her like the cheapest phone I could find, yeah, the yeah. cheapest Android I could find. I said, you gotta chill with that one for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and she felt it. Oh, the camera sucks. Oh, this sucks. Like cool, but like, yeah, that's that's the price to pay because I'm not about to put my money in the wind like that, burning yeah. money for no reason. Catch the point. Snap. That's interesting. So teaching responsibility by, okay. But I mean, listen, William, well, first off, he doesn't have a phone yet, nor, mm. nor is he close to having one. He walks to school. Mm. I am not about to give him a phone because he walks to school. In fact, where I live, I, I, I think I told you this before, the reason why I live where I live is because school. he can walk to school. That mm. is like 95% of the reason why I chose that property. Mm. He can walk. Like, and that means he doesn't, there's no, listen, I can, I can count the amount of time it takes to go from the school's door to my door, and it's not five minutes. So, Holmes, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you let off at 2.35, you better be home at 2.40. Yeah, <laughs> like, check on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he knows. And I, I drilled it enough onto him that he knows that there's, like, kids, kids push on certain boundaries. William mm. knows that time is something that I have mm. zero flexibility on. Like that's good. And, and I've and I've you know eventually William will watch this. I know for a fact that I've on purpose, very much on purpose, overreacted to those things. Like I'll have a bee fit. Like I'll I'll have a fit. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. Like I'll have a fit. Like like he sees me. Dad is usually cool and composed. And then, yeah. He needs to know that this one is a. This yeah. one's a no no. This one's a no no. Three things, running on the street, just running off, whatever, yeah, like yeah. instant, there's no one, two, three, no, 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 it's like, no. right away, instant, uh, being late, like, that's the, like, the, the sledgehammer's coming down, there's no gavel, it's like a sledgehammer, mm. daddy's angry, uh, uh, you will lose all privileges uh, for, like, a month, like, you know, full-on freak out, and so, and so it's, it's very funny because... Um, whenever William's like playing around with my with my brother or my mom, and 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 they'll go, I'm calling your dad. Okay, 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 okay. Don't tell him about this. Don't tell him about this. So I mean, yeah. So so those are things that I'm I'm like I'm I'm kind of holding a lid on. But as far as money goes, like for example, my mom gave him for his birthday. My mom gave him money. My brother gave him money. My brother's like my brother gave like he's gotten a significant listen a nine year old with over a hundred bucks. Listen, Holmes, like that's a loot. I remember yeah. being a kid and five of us for Christmas got twenty dollar each, right? And we had at five of us a hundred dollars. Now, mind you, at that point I was six. My brother was uh, he was fifteen, right? Mm -hmm. So my nine year old son has over a hundred dollars by himself. Yeah. So I, you know, to me, like that's a lot of money, and and so, yeah, it's significant. Like it's not an insignificant amount of money, but at the same time, I'm always trying to, I'm I'm using this like I'm trying to use this as a teachable moment. I'm I'm, I'm basically trying to put in some mathematics about it. I I'll, I'll go to stores with him without him having the money. I'll, I'll like come to the store, look at certain things. Let's put gas in the car. Look at the price. Like I'm trying to bring some. You know, I'm trying to make him understand yeah. what that money actually means in the real world, if you will, versus the world of toys and candies you actually care about. Yeah. Right. Uh, and just try to put some relativity. Like for example, we went to we we went to to the restaurant. William was like, "Oh, I want this and that and this and that and this and that." And then I had the the waiter had the waiter print him a separate bill. Oh. I had the waiter cool. give him a separate bill. He looked at the bill. He was like, "Well, that's all my money." <laughs> that's all my money I'm like uh, Holmes mm, yes well you know that second piece of chocolate cake you asked for like really homie ah, like really good. homie that's a good one I like that I like that I think I want to pull that one up yo 
obviously I picked up the bill and didn't ask him. No, 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 but it's just, just to make them, just yeah. look at it. Just yeah. look at it and realize. Yeah. And I think that happens often that sometimes they're like, yeah. why don't we uh, go to the restaurant, Dad? And like, look, right now I really don't have the money for it. Um, and, and by the way, that's the way um, me and my ex are different. Yeah. Me and their mom are different in the sense of, okay, so I'll give you the example. Mm. If they, they have their allowance or in the case of Rebecca, she's working and she has money. When their mom goes to Morton's mm-hmm. or Starbucks mm-hmm. and goes to get her coffee, he wants an iced coffee, mm-hmm. he wants donuts, you know, Rebecca wants another drink, mm-hmm. something, she'll she'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. She'll buy, she'll pay for it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Me, mm-hmm. I might put, pay for it for the first one. If it's something that I plan. Yeah, I know. If I plan for it, I know exactly what you we're going to go, listen, guys, we're in a rush. Yeah. I don't want you guys fussing for something for breakfast. We're going to go get something. Yeah. Of course I'm paying. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. planned. I already planned that, okay, this weekend, this is going to happen. Like, both of you guys have football games. We, there's, there's a crossover time-wise. Yeah. So, time is limited. Let's, we're going to grab something at this point. Cool. Yeah. But if I hear complaining in the back, or that somebody asks, oh, dad, stop. I want you to go get this for yeah. Then, that's where the teachable moment begins. Because first of all, yeah, yeah. if I'm stopping for you to get something for yourself, mm-hmm. so what about the squad? Mm-hmm. I, I hope you're that you're thinking about everybody else. Yeah. And now that I've told you to think, think about everybody else, yeah. do you have the funds for everybody else? Mm-hmm. Or you just have the funds for yourself? Ooh. Because if I'm driving with you, Okay, you're driving me yeah. somewhere, uh-huh. and I tell you, oh yeah, oh by the way, can you stop at Tomorrow's? Yeah. If I'm gonna stop at Tomorrow's uh-huh. and not offer, uh, yo, you want a coffee or something? Yeah. You have, I'm. This is an unwritten law. You have the right to just leave me here. <laughs> no lie. Cause I find that that's shameless. Yeah. Dude, you're brave. You're already. You're yeah. doing this something for me. The minimum I could do yeah. is either offer the give gas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if we're not gonna play the gas game because ah, it's, you're my boy, yeah, yeah, yeah of course I'm gonna bring you. Yeah. Then the minimum is you know what I mean. You Grab want you something? Coffee, coffee yeah. donuts, something. Yeah, 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 I should yeah, yeah. unless I was in a situation of you know I'm broken or yeah. whatever. But in normal times that should happen. So they go oh so they think they think twice. Uh. Now once in a while one, is, oh. one of them is gonna say oh mommy she would have paid. Oh. Yeah. Okay, she's gonna pay, but she's gonna pay. She goes to Morton's, oh. and she goes to Morton's three times a day. Yeah. So every time it's gonna cost. Then that thing, just the coffee run, quote unquote, it ends up to- like costing twenty to thirty bucks a pop. Yeah. You know, on on, on every you know road trip, that's that's I find that a crazy amount. Yeah. And if they say, well, it's not a huge amount. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's take take that thirty bucks out of your allowance. And see how you feel. You know what? Let me let me do better. Uh, we haven't gone to uh, the movies in a while, right? Oh, let me just. Uh, well, what do you know? Mm-hmm. That would have paid for the movies for everyone. Oof. You know, Oof. that's that's thinking. Oof. My kid was always telling me. Um, we had a. I had a crisis with Elijah once. He he he. I don't know what he wanted, and I said no. And I said, listen, I just paid. I, I forgot what I paid for, but I paid for something like huge for him, maybe for school or whatever, what don't have. And then he wanted one more thing, and then he complained about something like, yo, you told me like on my birthday you gonna pop, buy me um, I forgot the name of it, but it's it's something you put behind your your, your phone. It's like a pop oh, up, pop right? stand, like you know. Yeah. Um, and you never bought it, blah blah. And I went, hey, I stopped. The car. <laughs> I stopped the car. And I said, yo, listen, dog. <laughs> he knows when I start saying, yo, we're going to have a bad time. I said, dog, how much money did you get at your birthday? I said, where's that money? And then I told him where. They're gone. On chocolate, candy, 
No. Bubble gum. Really? That's where your ish went. No. You were going out every day. You're going to buy a little something, a little something, a little something. And, no money gone. and then you don't have anything. Yeah. You wanted shoes, but you could have bought shoes. It's gone. And say, your little popper thing, it was 12 bucks. You're telling me that all, during all this time, there was no 12 bucks in your hands? When we went to your friend's birthday and I paid for the gift, you could have paid for it with your money, my man. Did you? Mm. Oh, you didn't. Wow, what do you know? Ain't that a shame? So I just want to be sure you're really going to complain about this? Mm. He had to shut up. He was pissed, but then he realized, like, shoot, I did have that money. Mm-hmm. And it's not money you worked for. Yeah, it's a gift. That, that's the problem. Mm. Maybe you need to work. Mm. Okay. That's Maybe you need to idea. work. And I have trouble, you tell me what you think. I have a bit of trouble giving allowance against uh, home chores. Yeah. For a while, I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is the way, because I just thought that, that, that's what I hear. That's why, no, that's why I see on TV. Yeah. For real, for real, that's why I see on TV. You have to do your yeah, bed, you have to if you didn't do your chores, because nobody, I'm, I'm going to be true with you, um, promise, if I was paid to do chores in my house, yeah. yo, I'd be doing them real quick. Yeah, for sure. Oh, on the real, you tell me there's a new uh, government subsidy that they're going to give you, like, it's, it's called the clean house subsidy. Uh, Retired being people looking like trash. They're going to give you a check if you clean your house. Yeah. Mofo, I'd be cleaning that ish like, yo, like a button. I'd be, oh, I'd be on it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not paid for it. So I have to learn to do it for myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pay you to brush your teeth. You need to do it for yourself. So I want that to be a separate thing. Mm. And giving you money is because I know you have things to do, especially now that Elijah's in high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another way, place where they're losing their money. It's the first year that he has he has the choice of eating yeah. in the school or outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you'll give him a lunch. Yeah, yeah. He'll leave like, mm, I don't feel, let me go, let me go to McDonald's and go buy something. But yet, at the end of the week, you don't realize it. That's 50 bucks. Yeah. That's 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless you have money coming in regularly, a.k.a. you're working, yeah. you better start rationing that money, man. Teaching them that kind of responsibility. Responsibility. Right but, so, 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 so to go back onto your comment, the idea of separating chores and mm-hmm. allowance, um, I will offer William money to do things that are outside of his responsibilities. Uh, outside of that scope. So, for example, um, uh, when I ask him to uh, help me uh, help me with dishes after uh, after a party, so that we've he's had dinner already. We had company over. We made dinner. We made a mess. Can you please clean up for me? Let me give you two bucks. And it's not like an extraordinary amount of money. No. Let me give you two bucks. I'll give you two dollars if you help out. It's not it, this falls outside of his responsibility, and I don't I don't say do the job for the two bucks after he's done it. There's two bucks, uh, like, like a tip. Uh, like uh, yeah, yeah. Which my boys know me now. They know what to do for tips. <laughs> they know how to work for tips, which is uh, I don't know. Uh, I like that. I, yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I mean. I don't want them to think that they can manipulate. Because William tried that for a while. He tried that for a while. I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, come, come, come see my room. Come see my room. It's super clean. I did my bed. I folded all the clothes. It's all, it's all, I did Eli's clothes and my clothes. Put all the toys away. Everything's nice. Can I have $10? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, can I have $10? Like, what? What? And, you know, at first I would, I would, Give, give, give. But at one, at one point, I was like, you know what, Holmes? Um, I'll give you two dollars. I'll give you two dollars per week, right? Because he doesn't have any expenses. He has nowhere to actually spend money. Yeah. It's just for him to when we're at the store. Instead of him going, I want this. 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 Like, okay, uh, make a choice. You only got two dollars. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, and you know, next door, mm, you used your money for that chocolate bar. Yeah, you know, so you know that's sort of my approach. I um, I'm trying. I'm tr- to be honest with you, I have no idea what I'm doing, man. I'm just trying a whole bunch of stuff. Whole oh bunch yeah, of yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I have no no education or expertise on the subject, but 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 it, it brings something else to mind, right? I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if you saw that thing going around on the internet about this uh, liberal party leader. What's his name? 
uh, in the PQ, the, 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 the Quebec Liberal Party leader, what's his name? Uh, oh, yeah, the, he said... Um, this guy that said poverty is a choice. Yeah, when I, when, I, when I saw that, yeah. I answered... Oh, well, I guess Kanye's right, and slavery's a choice. I didn't follow. Um, I lost interest. Yeah. I, saw, I saw that people fighting as fight amongst each other. Yeah, um, yeah. First of all, um, I didn't check. Uh, I didn't check the facts on it. Yeah. How factual it was. I didn't check the context. If, yeah. if so, it was said. I didn't check the context yeah. of it. Um, and the third thing is, seriously, I don't care because I know. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Well, slavery is, 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 I'm going to say slavery. <laughs> back the Kanye. Yeah. Is, 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 is poverty is a choice. Yeah. Look, if you mean by you had a choice in where you go, where you were going to be born, live, what was going to be the social, economic situation, no. If you mean that, um, in the context, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's frame this properly yeah. because I don't want to be destroyed in the comments here. Because I'll let you start on this, but I'll, I'll speak my mind mm -hmm. on this too. In 2018, yeah, in Montreal, in Canada, period, but specifically in Quebec, right? In Montreal, in the Greater Montreal area. I would tend to agree that opportunity is such here that you can make something. You might not become a billionaire, but if you're on the street, right, and you don't have your, your able and sound of mind, like, I'm sorry, but it's important. If you're able, because, I mean, if you're disabled, it's a different yeah. story. And, and if you're sound of mind, I mean, if you're hearing voices telling you to spend your money at the casino, it's a different story. Right, and I'm and I'm and I'm being facetious here, obviously on purpose, but you understand my point. Yeah. Uh, sound of mind, if you're able in sound of mind, right, which you know is a good percentage of the population still. Mm. I don't think there's any reason for you to be struggling. Like, when I say struggling, I mean like struggling to live somewhere, struggling to put coals on your back, struggling to eat. Like you shouldn't be struggling. You you can have you can have aspirations that are higher. Of course, everybody does. You may want more. But to be like, uh, I don't have anything to eat, struck in poverty stricken, like, mm, I'm, I'm gonna argue, mm, I'm gonna go argue and say, yeah, uh, here, here's my statement. Yeah. Um, you're healthy, yeah. you can work, your sound of mind, what I say is being unemployed is a choice. Oh, okay. For me, being unemployed. Because here's, here's, where I make the distinction. Um, you can be, you can make poor choices. Yeah. Which then leads you to be poor. Yeah. Okay? And it's not that being poor was a choice. It's that you made poor choices that got you there. Okay. You can, you can become, a, let me put it this way. Okay? Yeah. Um, I got, uh, Rebecca was born, I was super, well, so I'm not gonna say super young, but relatively young. Yeah. Um, uh, Rula was, was young also. Um, government put us in a situation where I don't. It's a little, I, I found out later on. Okay, it's like, yeah. I'm just gonna let me make that. When we went to the government, um, she obviously was not working. Uh, baby is out. Uh, you know, gotta manage. Yeah. yeah. At the time, uh, I just lost my job. Okay. Baby's coming out. It's a crazy situation. Born on Christmas. Um, you know, praying to God, well, how am I going to deal with this? Yeah. Okay? Um, social, social services want to get involved and say, oh, yeah, so how the way it works is um, uh, he has to, to pay, you know, uh, a certain amount of child yeah, support. Yeah. But, but at the time, I was with her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're together. Um but no, it, it's it's a safety mechanism. It's just to make sure. I later found out they never do that kind of issue to anybody else. Really? Yeah, they said no, no. You're forced. That's how. Yeah, you know, um, you have to pay. Okay. Right. You you just have to pay. That's how they split. It's not true. Um, if you decide that you don't want to 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 
You know, yeah, yeah. you don't have to. But they forced us. They said, oh, no, no, you have to sign out. And uh, that's how it is. And I was like, that sounds weird. But I didn't I didn't check with anyone who was young. I, I said, well, I guess that's, that's, that's the way that's it is. Really and the minute I got a job... Um, Confirm it sends a letter to your your to your uh, to your job, your employer, and you know they, they take part of your salary off, wow. and it, it, that's just it. But I'm like, well, it's fine because she'll get that money back. Yeah, it's going to her. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it wasn't going back to her. Also, um, so yeah, I, let me frame it better to you. For my faith uh, reasons, my faith reasons. We were gonna get married. We knew we were getting married yeah. the following year. So I was purposely still living at my mom's. Yeah. She was living in her own place. Uh, I'm I'm still going there, taking care, coming back. It's just that it's a decision we made, and I'm like, that's that's how it is. You can agree or not, it doesn't matter. But for them, it was like, well, well, we don't know. And since she's receiving help, yeah, even though she was always working, yeah, but yeah. you know, now the baby's out. No, I'm not working right now. Yeah, Right? Well, for them, it was like, okay, no, no. Well, since we're giving them money, but, you know, we don't know. And so we're going to take the money, and it's going to go straight to her. For me, I don't care. It's going to go straight to her, right? Yeah, yeah. But then she, it was, she was not getting it. At some point, we're like, um, listen, like part of my, my salary is gone. Yeah, okay? Yeah. And she's not getting more. And we need to, like, there's stuff we need to do. Yeah, yeah. And then I discover the, the, the government says, oh, no, 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 we're keeping the, the money because we think we're, you're trying to, to you're trying to do a fraud, fraud. yeah. Right. Um, and we're sure he's living there. And in reality, and then, dude, if you want to feel like nothing yeah. in the way they treat you, yeah. uh, these people, uh, that's why. Parentheses, I have when people say, "Oh, people that are on the welfare, they're trash. They're all people that want to profit from the system." Yeah. Look, I I was in a situation. It's the only thought time in my life that I ever needed, shomal, uh, unemployment, unemployment yeah. in my life. Okay, it's the only time she she's needed help for, you know, yeah. at that time. Uh, never needed to use the system before. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you treat me. And seriously, you might say, no, it's not a question of race. I was like, I've seen other people in similar situations. Mm. They were never forced. Or maybe they were simply aware that, no, that's not something. This is a scare tactic and you can complain, right? Mm -hmm. By the time we've resolved this and fought with the system, I was indebted. I was super indebted. I'm in negative. You know, half my pay is leaving my, my, yeah, my yeah, pockets. Yeah, yeah. She's not receiving more. They're holding the money. Yeah. She has to take a, a, she has to find a job. Under t the table to try to even make it. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. we have to pay somebody to keep the, the child in the meantime. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 crap. It's awful. And that situation, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm poor. Okay. See, now poor choices. Maybe I should have searched and formal more counsel. Yeah. I would have should have been more educated on the system. Yeah. I should have been. We could talk all that stuff. But, but you, my but, my desire was to work. But, but you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. You see, hold on, hold on. No matter how crappy your situation was, you were not penniless, naked, and on the street. But I could have. No, you weren't. But I could have. Let's say, let's say, let's look at this. Okay, I had, I had a system. Yeah. I had a, a family, a support system. Yeah. I had people that could help me yeah. out. Would I have been able to find a way? Most probably because yeah. of that. But that's why I make a distinction between being unemployed. Right. That's your choice. Because I could have. You know what I could have done? I yeah. could have been like. This is unfair, and uh, I'm not even working. And be like, you know, I want to stick around with the, the, the unemployment yeah. as long as possible. Because this, let's, let's again make a distinction. Unemployment is my right. No, you paid for it. I, I paid yeah. for it. It's just, it's if just I decided to that. chill yeah. for the year, I can chill. That's my money I quote unquote put aside. Yeah, okay? yeah you can chill. That's my ish, okay? Yeah. To tell you the truth, because of the, the whole situation, when I lost my job, I went out and found just any job that was paid way less than what I had, mm -hmm. just so I could have something, yeah. which technically is not even logical because I was getting more by not working, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up with that? But that's how much I was driven to like, no, I need to work yeah. and to find something. So most people, guys, you can work, okay? 
white woman says, yo, the, the man that does not work mm. shouldn't even eat. Whoa. Facts. Whoa. Yo, go eat. That's one thing I have zero tolerance on when I see a dude that's like, you know, uh, can't work, can't find, no, no, let me put it this way, is that uh, there's just no job. Yo. Yeah, there's a job. Yo, there's people that move to, to remote places. Yeah. To do work. Yeah. Because there's work in remote places. Mm. Okay? So if, if there's a Tim Horton in the corner, mm. yo, there's a place to work. Absolutely. And that's putting aside anything you could drive by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll even go further. It's not a good choice. It's not something that I, I, I suggest. But, but the person hustling or slaying dope yeah. in the corner just knows something. Yeah. Watch, watch where I'm going at. Yeah. That dude is not lazy. Selling drugs <laughs> is not a lazy job. It's hard work. It's actually work. It's People hard have this work. image on you just chilling here. Yo, I, I have it's friends hard. that I've known that, 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 that have been through that world. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They were outside on yeah. that daily. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a reason why certain women are attracted to this because these guys, no matter what, they have the, the I'm gonna go get it mentality, which is good. That's why a lot of people that, that's gone through that world are able to switch it. You have Jay-Z's of this world that yeah. worked at their skills at yeah. doing this because flipping things, hustling, that's, that, that's a talent. That's a gift. And that's a good thing to have. Now, if you're home, and all you're doing is watching TV, playing PlayStation. My first question is going to be, how did you pay for that PlayStation? Mm -hmm. If you didn't pay with money out of your pockets, well, we have a problem. Maybe you should go work. But I won't go to say poverty is simply a choice. Perhaps, perhaps my definition of poverty is not what you have in mind, mm -hmm. right? Because there's, there's, there's being broke and there's being poor. Oh, Dad, who, who is it? I, I'm not sure if you posted something like this at some point where you're saying, if your, bills, if your bills are paid, yeah. you eat every day, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. you have, you know, you have a, a roof, yeah. but you just don't have any loose money in your yeah, pockets right now. Poor. You're not poor. You're, you're just broke. broke. You're broke. You're, you're not broke. Poor. That's all. It's a temporary no, situation. You, you, pay, you pay this stuff. Yeah. It's paid paycheck to paycheck, but you're still above water. Like, uh, yeah. Poor is when, poor to me, is when one you spend more than you make mm -hmm. because that's a situation that's I don't want to say irreversible but you know yeah you're going down the hill yeah it's just a matter of time until the water catches up to you mm -hmm. and eventually you're underwater like there's absolutely nothing you can do if bankruptcy is your only option which by the way it is an option yeah and there should be any shame to that some situations happen you have to declare bankruptcy shit yeah. happens I'm not saying that should be your first goal no you, you know because some people anyways, that's a different yeah, that's the target. Target. but being broke and being poor are two very different things to me poor is you ain't got it you ain't getting it and unless somebody gives it you will have nothing yeah. nothing to your name nothing you mm -hmm. have no you don't know where your next meal is gonna come from you don't know where you're gonna sleep you know if Again, you have bad luck, stuff happen. Yeah. And I say bad luck, like uh, yeah. a, a series of, of bad circumstances yeah. happen. Unfortunate events. Yeah, a series of unfortunate events hits you, and then you're found in a place where, you know, you lose more than you have, then yeah, stuff happens. But in this province, in this city, in this, there's so many resources. There are so many resources to find a meal, to find a place to sleep, to bro, put holes on bro, your back. I, I have to agree with you. Um, the best example I can think about is my father-in-law. Yeah. The guy came from another country. Yeah. Okay. Comes from Lebanon. Yeah. Moves here with his whole family. Mm -hmm. Family is wife, four kids. Yeah. Okay, so it's not just one, two, it's just now four. Right? And to come here, um, and I'm saying that because a lot of people have... Um, think automatically if you're an immigrant you're a refugee and these are two different things okay um, really? People it's not yeah yeah of course because every time somebody comes in from, from another country they seem to think they come for a handout really yo mofo we bring money up in this spot really people think that okay so so so, 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 so if 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 you've ever heard this please write it in the comment i would love to understand where that idea comes from it's just <laughs> 
people have this image yeah. that as soon as you come from another another country, really? you came here because like, oh shoot, lucky for us, we let them in. If it wasn't for that, what, dude, um, it's as if people forgot that people here, the community, yeah. is diverse in Montreal yeah, because yeah, people yeah. come from elsewhere yeah. and they brought things with them. Okay, okay, so 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 let me let me stop it right there because yeah. I think I need to. So if 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 it's not common knowledge, and again, I'm I'm somebody that spends an inordinate amount of time reading, so mm-hmm. I happen to have spit uh, the truth. Yeah. So in the great expansion of this province and of this country in general, um, the government, the various governments, Quebec specifically, but the various governments went out. Right, and when you hear about embassies, by the way, they're marketing departments. In case you you weren't aware, their job yeah. is to market. So they went out into the world and they went seeking professionals from a variety of different fields. Uh, uh, you know, they went to seek out nurses, doctors, university professors, uh, engineers, right? Because there were so many projects and not enough people to do them. And in the pursuit of French-speaking people, specifically for for this province. Uh, specifically for Quebec, in this pursuit of French-speaking people, where do you think they went? Where do you think the mass of French-speaking people are? Mostly in Africa. So they, so a lot of the people that came to this country in the in the early to, to late seventies, a lot of them were professionals mm-hmm. with you know uh, uh, great degrees, and and they came here because the government sought them out and said, hey, come, you will have a job in hospital, in uh, industry. Hydro-Quebec hired a whole bunch of them. Uh, a, f- a variety of hospitals hired a whole bunch of them. Uh, universities hired a whole bunch of them because they needed that expertise. There's a, there was a big wave of Egyptians. There was a big wave of, of, uh, of a bunch of different, from a d- bunch of different African countries. Nigerians, Ivorians, like a lot of them, a lot of West Indian people. Mm. If you if you live in Montreal and you've been to a hospital, you've probably seen a Haitian nurse at one point in time. And guess why they're here? It's not because they were they, they threw a dart on a map and decided. No, they were literally invited by uh, various government programs to say, hey, if if you come here, you'll have work. Right now, uh, uh, they switched a program and they're going, they've basically given an equivalency in France. And they basically, if you're from France, we'll recognize, we'll recognize your studies. Mm. You can come here and we'll recognize your studies. Uh, all you have to do is re- get recertified from the board. Uh, I have a friend of mine that worked at McGill, uh, Fatsim. I don't know if you ever met Fatsim. No. Anyways, Fatsim worked at McGill and her job specifically was working with the newcoming doctors and working on their equivalencies whatever classes you're missing, whatever, whatever, recognize the various credits you have, and then get certified by the Royal College of, of Physicians, which by the way, the Royal College of Physicians in Canada is like one of the top ones in the world. It's recognized all over because of- I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so much so that they, they export that expertise. The exams that they do here are recognized everywhere. Um, I was gonna be pulled into something else, but yeah. the the, the the reason why a lot of immigrants came to Canada, a lot, not some, like a massive amount, accountants, engineers, doctors, nurses, a lot of them came here in the 70s during the great expansion of, of Quebec after the uh, Révolution Tranquille, if you mm-hmm. remember that yeah. term, when they decided to privatize electricity, when they decided to, to build all those super hospitals, yeah. uh, where they decided to, to create all those super universities when CJEPs were getting built. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that stuff, while that was happening, they did not have the French-speaking labor force that they needed, so they, they, they went around the world and hired them. So, so, so I, I, again, like to me, this is common knowledge because I've heard so many of those stories. I know so many of those people. Dude, it is not. It is not. People seem to think the minute you come from somewhere else... Yeah, you came as a migrant? You came as a migrant, a refugee... Yeah. Uh, and these questions came back to the surface when recently, the recent wave of refugees we've had, you know, whether uh, Syrian or, or Haitians, yeah, yeah. right? As if it's, and I, want, I don't want to put shame in, in, in separating them saying, oh, these are the bad ones. That's not the point. These, these titles yeah. and the reason for them coming, there's a reason this is there. We want to help and, okay, okay cool. I feel like I have to do another public service announcement. Because... <laughs> Um, if you've never heard this before, the term illegal 
uh, illegal migrants, <laughs> illegal refugee. That's not a real thing. There's no such thing as a legal uh, alien. Uh, um, there are legal borders, but the reality is, is if you decide, okay, so if you are, there's a, there's a treaty between Canada, U.S. and Mexico. If your asylum uh, uh, request is rejected by the United States, by somebody that's part of this treaty, the border agents are not legally allowed to, uh, to, to take your asylum request because somebody else rejected you, not allowed to come in, mm -hmm. okay? So, if they cross the border, if they go to the uh, uh, border, uh, border, regular border, they will be rejected. Not maybe, no if, buts, or maybe. They will be rejected. So, what people do to get around that law, there's a loophole, right, as most laws do, is if they don't cross at a, at a regular border point, what happens is, they call the cops. They will straight up call the cops and go, hi, yeah, I, have crossed, I have crossed into your borders and I am asking for asylum. Because they're not asking the border, but asking the police instead. The police will detain them, not arrest them. They will detain them. Mm -hmm. They will There's take them to a processing center. And now because of our antiquated laws, they have to pass before a judge. Mm -hmm. And the judge has to be able to communicate with them in the language of their choice, and that has to be recorded, and the judge has to render a decision. Those bureaucracy, bureaucracy, paperwork, paperwork. Yeah, the, 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 the bureaucracy is such that, by the way, uh, in some places in Canada, the backlog is five years. Uh, so, so, I mean, it has absolutely nothing to do, it's not illegal, uh, that term is false, that, that's just yeah. not a thing. Uh, this it's just not a thing. The, the, the illegal no, like uh, if you've been rejected, mm -hmm. right, if your asylum request or if your residency request has been rejected, and they the government has asked you to leave and you did not leave, that puts you in an illegal situation mm -hmm. because you asked and you were rejected. Said no. If you have a visa and your visa has expired. You gotta go. That's illegal. That's the go. But the fact of illegal immigration, that's just not a thing. Never been, never will be. Sorry. Had to get that off my chest. <laughs> so back to what we were saying. Yes. There's still a distinction. There is a nuance. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's people that come in this way. Yeah. There's plenty of people that come as a choice. Mm -hmm. Father-in-law came as a choice. He, he went to the States. He went to Australia. Checked it out, said, mm -hmm. no, yeah. There's a, there's a, I did not know that before, but there is a, 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 a big population of Lebanese people in Australia. Yeah. So, but he came to Canada, like Canada, he wanted something in French, Quebec, and he, he came here. Now, when he came... By choice. By choice. Which requires a lot of money. Yeah. You and your whole family. Yeah. Everybody comes down. Then you have to get accustomed to the place. And you have to find work. And he worked. And he worked. And he worked enough that afterwards he's like, yo, that plus the money I have, let me open a restaurant with somebody else that I know. That person did some bad deals, some bad stuff. Really? Things crumbled. He had to shut it down, go back to working in a little shop. You know? Yeah. When you've been your own boss and you have to yeah, work yeah, under yeah, somebody, yeah. that's hard. He could have said, you know what? Hey, I'm resident here. Laws are here and systems are in place for me to just be able to just sit down, mm -hmm. think Stop about it. a way of, you know, he did not take a break. He said, I have to do whatever I can to work and feed my family. And he went to work, grind, grind, grind. Listen, lots of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. The dude, he's making the money he needs. He said, fed everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone went to school. Like, he covered for everyone. Mm -hmm. All right? So for me... I respect him a lot and I look forward to him a lot because he's learned mm -hmm. and he's given that knowledge. He's passed it down to his family. He's, I've been lucky enough that he's passed that to me too. So now I put things in perspective. That's somebody that came from the outside. They mm -hmm. came with a slew of people. I see some people here saying I'm broke or I'm poor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They got no kids. Mm -hmm. You're on your own just living off welfare. Be like, yo, I just just don't know how I'm going to make it. Nah. Nah. I, I have no mercy for this. You need to have a really good reason for you to tell me, yo, I just can't. Like you said, physically or whatever, if you're disabled, mentally or physically, I can understand. 
but a lot of people, and I've worked, again, don't want to just throw credentials here, but like I do this work on the street. Yeah. I, I have had to deal for years with uh, people that I know are on the street, yeah, yeah. and not a lot of them are on the street because, well, unfortunate events. Yeah, yeah. Some of them really are living on the street because they want to. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean we should not give them any help. It doesn't mean we shouldn't put facilities and things open for, for, to help them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's beside the point. I'm just saying that a lot of this mm. can be changed. A lot of them also do have mental issues. Yeah. That's, that's the proven thing. That's why sometimes you see certain altercations uh, with the cops outside. And they, they do things that are horrendous yeah. to homeless people. So I, I don't want to just go outside, don't give any money to homeless people, it's their choice. Don't help them out, it's their choice. No, no that's not that's no. not what we're saying. It's no. not what I'm saying anyways, right? Well. But I'm just saying. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, well. But I'm saying yeah. this is where choice comes in. Yeah. I can hear their stories. They'll tell me, hey, uh, I came down from Trois-Rivières. Yeah, yeah. I left my mom's house or my parents' house. Yeah. You know, they were well off. I, 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 again, they're not they're examples I'm, I'm throwing in the wind. Like, I've, they're people I've met. Yeah. Given sandwiches to co hot coffee and spoke with them. You know, for 30 minutes, an hour. Some of them, part of the organization I was at the time, um, with Mono. Yeah. Um, who now works at the... Well, uh, I can get that another time. Anyways, um, with the work we were doing on the streets, yeah. they would tell us, yeah, I came from this family... Which was his, his parents were well off, yeah, yeah, yeah. well like good money. Yeah, he chose. He to. chose like no, I, I I don't I don't want to live this way. I don't like this. Yeah. And usually people migrate migrate towards Montreal, yeah, metropolitan, yeah. metropolitan, come down to Montreal, and then they want to live that way. They they're addicted to certain drugs, mm. um, and some fall into prostitution, etc. We go deep. Yeah. There are choices involved in that. Yeah. So, 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 uh, drug addiction, uh, drug addiction, mental illness, mental illness. I put that in a separate category. Right. To be honest with you, mostly because I don't think I have any expertise to speak on mm. those subjects. Uh, there's a lot of those people, and, and and a lot of them, you know, I just I do not understand how those choices came to bear. I mean, I I lived a, I lived a very very sheltered mm. life as a, as a kid. Even though I was exposed to certain things, it was exposed from a distance. Yeah. And and um, by the way, this is something that I'd like to do with the kids. I'd like to, to I'd like for them to, to do that the, the sandwich to the homeless people yeah. thing. I'd like for them to see that not because I, I want them I want to scare them straight, but more because I want them to, to, to be grateful. I want to teach them yes. a little bit of grateful. You know, have a good slice <laughs> of humble pie. Yeah. Um, you know, and it works. It works. Grow, make, making them grow with. Um, Having so. compassion. Yeah, yeah, compassion is important. It's, it's you know, yeah, I, I think I told you the story of the, the, the janitor at, uh, at Williams School. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, to me, it's, it's very important to have respect for, for every, for every uh, living human, uh, no matter what their situation is. And even though I'm, I'm, I may not agree with some people's choices, mm -hmm. right, I still respect them. I just, I just I, I still respect everybody's choice to do whichever they decide with their own lives. As soon as it, does, so long as it does not embroach on my freedom, I think everybody should, you know, keep the right to stay to do with their life what they choose. But the the, the magical word here is with their lives, right? The magical mm. word is with their lives. As yeah, soon yeah. as you start embroaching on other people's lives, I'm sorry, Holmes, like you gotta go. <laughs> Got to go. Yeah. Um, we just hit the, the, the yeah, hour mark. We just hit the, the one hour mark. Awesome. Um, I think we kind of went around and talked about a lot of different things and covered a lot of different yeah. subjects. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Thank <laughs> you very much for, for being back with us. Uh, thank you for your time, your very, very precious time. We hope to be entertaining a little bit. I don't think we, uh, we know everything about what it is we're talking about. If we say something that's wrong, please correct us. If you disagree with what we're saying, please mention it. Uh, I would love to be proven wrong. Actually, that's, that's what I enjoy most learning. So, uh, uh, thank you very much. It is, uh, this episode is brought to you by uh, Hostel. Hostel? It's tough to say in English because yeah. it's, it's hostile. Hostile? Uh, but it does say hostile. Hostile? Hostile. It sounds like hostile. hostile. But it's hostile. Yes, yeah. that's the 
media company I'm building. Yeah. Uh, basically, we're helping out youth with uh, everything arts related, whether it be uh, music, video, um, you know, visual, audio, uh, writing, poetry, no choice. Uh, I'm putting uh, some skits. I'm putting uh, some more content with my kids there also. Uh, and I'm sharing a lot of the stuff that I'm, uh, a lot of the artists and people I, I'm touched mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, connected with. Uh, whether it's stuff they're building and I want to show and prove it to you guys. It's basically the trampoline platform um, to put things towards you guys. Uh, I'm probably going to show what we do here also at the Father of Three. So, um, be checking it out. I'll write it at the bottom just in case you haven't seen it. It'll be on the description. Osta.ca. Yes. So, uh, thank you very much. If uh, you enjoy this, please share it with your friends. Uh, you can subscribe, you can follow us on, we're, right now we're everywhere. Right. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Uh, we read absolutely every comment and we respond to everything in a timely fashion. So, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you want to say that you hate what we said, please go ahead. Go! Uh, I would love to, to have a conversation. So it's father of three. Peace. Peace.